All right. We now turn our attention from the NFL to the collegiate level, right? Uh, it is Monday. That means it is day one of Lochmas, and Santa Lockie is here to slide down the chimney to eat those milk and cookies and give you thoughts on national championship and Heisman odds in this, again, day one of Lochmas. College football is the best time of the year. The fight songs. Announcers going crazy. Martinez steps up, throws. crowd but for nick and ken college football only sounds like one thing it's luck miss time on you better you bet hey all right okay I was playing. Uh, I was playing the world's smallest violin as uh, Oregon was returning that for a touchdown against like, Texas Tech. Yeah, just like. I guess it's really believable. Yeah, right? just okay. like what everybody says in that spot. Why did it have to happen to me? That's what everybody yeah. says. Oh, uh, you know, yeah. I know who says that. People that have like just started betting. Yeah, uh, I think on that game I might have even been saying that. <laughs> Actually, no, SMU Oklahoma. I was saying that. Like, uh, why did this happen? As everyone in the book was just screaming for Oklahoma to cover, and I'm sitting there with my head in my hands, knowing knowing what was going to happen. All right, so we will do um, national championship and Heisman Trophy right now. Uh, I'll just set it quickly, set the stage. National yeah, championship sure. market, Georgia, still your favorite at plus 225. Played with their food a little bit against Ball State this past yeah, weekend absolutely. and then won by a billion. Yeah. Michigan, now the second choice, uh, Seoul at 5-1. to one. Ohio State, not looked great the first couple weeks at 9. Texas beats Alabama by double digits now at 11. FSU at 12. Caleb Williams and USC and Penn State both at 18. Notre Dame with Sam Hartman. They look really good to start the year. The Irish are 22 to one. And as for the Heisman Trophy as well, uh, Caleb Williams, who won last year, is your favorite, plus 350, followed by Jordan Travis and Michael Penix Jr., plus both at plus 850. Quinn Ewers of Texas now at 9-1. to one. J.J. McCarthy of Michigan at 14. Santa, uh, dealer's choice, where would you like to start us? Yeah, sure. I, th- I think in both markets, look, I don't think there's like, you know, we've all watched the teams play. I don't know if there's some like magical bet in either market right now, but just to kind of give you like how I see both things right now, uh, national championship before the year, I... I acknowledge that I think it's possible that that Georgia will win again. Uh, They certainly have maybe the most talented team or at least one of the most talented teams. So, of course, it has to be considered possible. Um, Just don't love the quarterback play so far. And I think we could say the same thing for Ohio State, to be fair. Um, But like the two teams, I I think I said this a bunch before the year that like all the work I did on the preseason, like for me, it narrowed down to two teams before the year that I liked the most to win the national championship by far. And it was Ohio State and Michigan. Like I like two teams. They just happen to not only play in the same conference, the same division, and they play at the end of the year, uh, which is pretty rough for betting both. Right. Because like, you know, the likelihood to get both into the playoff is really low. But I just I loved both. And after what we've seen so far from both teams, it's hard not to look at what Ohio State's doing every week and being like, are they really like is McCord going to somehow turn into something way better than we think? They got Notre Dame in two weeks. That'll t- that game will tell you a ton about both teams. I think she's bad, right? I don't know. I don't, I don't think, think he's not, bad. But, OK, he's not bad, but he's also not like Stroud or like yeah. Fields or like Barrett. There's definitely not that immediate like, oh, my, like we, you watch Fields for the first time. That's that first start after he transferred from Georgia. And you're just like, oh, my God. <laughs> and even you watch Stroud the first couple of starts, you're like, OK, like I, I get it. I get what it's all about. I don't know if we've had that moment with McCord yet. I don't know if Devin Brown, like no wonder McCord's starting when Devin Brown plays in these games. Um, so that's a little tough. And uh, and it leads me to one conclusion, and it is not really a betting conclusion right now because the price is because Alabama lost. The price is so low already. Uh, I think Michigan is going to win the national championship this year, and I actually say that with like a, a reasonable amount of confidence. So like the problem is like, well, man, you said that like, why don't you want to win the national championship? 
uh, well, first of all, they play the they have to play the entire season and maybe not lose twice. Maybe losing once is going to be problematic, but like if it's to Ohio State and you get the weirdo set up there, but uh, got to beat Penn State, got to beat Ohio State, got to win a conference, got to win a college football playoff, got to win a Big Ten title game, which is almost certainly going to be against Iowa. Uh, all the other teams in the conference are dreadful or in the division are dreadful. Got to beat Iowa, which is going to be the easiest one of these. Got to win the CFP semifinal. They might put you against Georgia, which would be tough. And you got to win the title game. You got to do all that stuff and you get five to one. All right, I'm just going to go bet them to beat Ohio State and bet them to win the college football playoff semifinal. And I mean, God, if they draw Georgia, they're going to be a dog in the game. Like, you're going to get a, a plen- plenty of opportunities to bet Michigan if you feel the way I feel. But like, yeah, why bet five now? So the way I see it right now is just like all the preseason work, all the indicators, like all the statistics, everything. Georgia, of course, a possible three-peat. Like, I, I, this year, I actually prefer Michigan uh, at the end of the year, which is going to sound Looney Tunes probably to some people. Well, no, because you and, said before uh, the year that, like, you thought Michigan and Ohio State, in addition yeah. to Georgia, both had the profile. And now we've seen two weeks, and Michigan looks awesome, and you've got big-time questions. Not just you, yeah. like, the, like the Royal, you, all of us, about should Ohio have State. questions about Ohio State's quarterback and Ohio State, period. Right, exactly. So it's just, if you're again, if you're me and you see this, it's like you're going to like Michigan a little bit more. Um, I bet a little, I bet more Ohio State than Michigan before the year because I was hoping that, like, we would improve our, like, everybody before the year was like, oh, quarterbacks are rough. And I'm like, well, maybe it'll improve. And it, and it hasn't yet. Now, look, they go in and they, like, they beat Notre Dame. I mean, the price going to drop there. Uh, so I, I do, both teams met all the preseason criteria. And they both, to be fair, like, neither has lost yet or anything like that. So do like both of those teams. Um, but just, yeah, like, I, I just, you know, kind of earmark the fact that, like, I, I think I'm going to end up playing Michigan a lot later in the year in important games that, Honestly, I think I actually think they're going to win the national championship there. Just my opinion. Um, but that's not really a betting take. And like, just again, think about what I said. Like, I like a team a ton and they're five. And I'm telling you all the reasons why that's like a terrible bet right now because of all the hurdles that they're going to have to pass, pass to even get to the com- uh, college football playoff, much less win the semifinal or get to the title game. Uh, Heisman, we have a similar conundrum. Uh, every award market, same question. Every single time you listen to me talk about awards, hopefully you enjoy that. Uh, it's my favorite thing to bet on. I tend to win a lot more than I lose. Uh, we'll see how baseball goes, and we'll see how WNBA, one of like the funniest, weirdest, well, it may not be that funny when the winner's announced, kind of seems like Alyssa Thomas might win. A lot of the public votes have been for her. And just so know. people know, yeah. Ken and I are sitting at lunch before the show, and like he just decided to do like a You Better You Bet segment for like three minutes talking to me of WNBA. I can't name one player on any team. Here's three minutes on WNBA MVP. It was interesting. It's really, really, it's really interesting. Alyssa Thomas might Westbrook this thing would be the right way I would put it, where um, worse statistically and teams worse than the other two candidates, but she wins because she gets a lot of triple doubles, um, which is pretty interesting. And she's doing something historic that it plays. I have we heard this before Russell Westbrook when he won. And I think it's actually going to happen for her too, for the same reason. We'll see uh, Heisman, but whatever, whatever the award market and WNBA MVP probably doesn't interest anyone nearly as much as the Heisman trophy. Same question. Every single time, is there a vulnerable favorite? Like, is this, and it's the easiest way to like, think about awards. Like, yes, there is more depth than that. Yes, you can like do a lot more stuff than that. But like, it's a really good first question. When you look at every single award market, like who is the favorite, especially if it's a big priced favorite, like, is this someone that I want to try to beat? And the biggest problem now, despite the fact that he won last year, is I don't know how it's possible to have watched the first three weeks of this and to look at the market. And I don't know how it's possible to think Caleb Williams is vulnerable. I don't know how that's possible. Uh, he's been the best statistically. He almost didn't have an incompletion against it. When it beat Stanford, still scoring touchdowns in the game. Like two incompletions, like an impeccable statistical record. They've won every game by a billion. He is a very high profile celebrity level player now. So it's like, you, it used to be like, oh, West Coast players, like they're not going, the guy won last year and he's making $3 million to play college football. And his dad is telling people he may not go to, like he's in the news every day. 
So all that's done. Like that's not part of the handicap at all. So why am I going to try to beat it? Like we, I bet Jalen Milrow at a huge price because Alabama's favored. And if they win, his price is going to drop. And he ended up being kind of fool's gold. And maybe they go to somebody else eventually this year. Like, cool. Like take a shot on a big price. The team loses outright as a big favorite. Like, great, whatever. People be like, oh, Quinn Ewers. Like, yeah, Quinn Ewers can win. But like, just start with the basics. Caleb Williams is the favorite to win the Heisman. His team is undefeated and they look really good. And he has insanely good. He has better statistics than everyone else. Is he vulnerable? And the only reason you would say no is because people don't generally win this back-to-back. But now we're in, like, NIL era and transfer era, and he's back, and they're awesome again. Like, I don't know why you'd put a dollar into the market right now with him, like, having this kind of a season. You'd have to see him be worse or think there's a really good chance coming up soon he'd be worse to want to bet into other players right now. Until we get to the point where you feel that way, and I don't think it's soon, uh, then I, I wouldn't bet on anybody else. Now, if USC is about to enter the toughest game of the year or a late season stretch, and you'd be like, man, I think he's about to have a clunker. I want to bet somebody else. Great. But like the way things are going right now, like I, I don't know why you would take shots against him, and he's already really low priced. I don't know why you'd play on him. So like until the favorite gets vulnerable, uh, I don't think this is a great award market to bet into right is now. There, is there anyone in like the Jalen Milrow mold like this week where it's like, okay, like let's try to get ahead of a move maybe? I think the thought would be uh, Notre Dame and Ohio State play in two weeks. I don't love Hartman to win the award, but like, I'll say like, if I did it, if you did like him, that's like his standout game, obviously beat Ohio state. He becomes one of the favorites to win the Heisman. And then on the opposite side, like Marvin, Marvin Harrison Jr. Had the worst week one imaginable, uh, two touchdowns last week there. I mean, they're going to, they're going to score 900 points against Western Kentucky this week. He has the chance to have whatever stat line he wants. Like it's the candidate from the two gate teams that are going to play each other in a couple weeks. Like, do you want them? Those are the price drops that are probably coming now. Cause that's the big game that hasn't happened. What happened to yours? That's happened already. Now, when's that going to happen to somebody else? It's probably the, uh, the Ohio state Notre Dame game, but Hey man, Caleb Williams is not going to be vulnerable. Like I don't think there's a lot to talk about. And that is day one of Lockmas, day three of Lockmas coming up on Wednesday. On the other side, we'll start our handicap of the jets and bills, but we will begin Breaking news in the National Football League that might impact the point spread coming up for week number two.